The EPA may be in a little dirty water of their own making. We'll talk about that on this edition of Tune In. Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Here's your host, Representative Rick Crawford. And we are back for another edition of Tune In. I am your host and your representative, Rick Crawford. Glad you could be with us. Uh, The EPA, probably not anybody's favorite federal agency, and for a lot of reasons. We have a lot of reasons in Arkansas to be concerned about the EPA and some of their shenanigans. But this week, I had the opportunity to question uh, EPA Administrator Gina McCarthy about the very unpopular and potentially illegal Waters of the U.S. rule. And uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with Waters of the U.S., or WOTUS, as it's called, uh, it's it's an expansion of of the Clean Water Act, basically. We're already under the Clean Water Act. That's existing law. But it's an expansion of federal control on very small and and very ill-defined bodies of water on private land. Very uh, onerous and overreaching, in my opinion. Um, for our YouTube viewers, you can see on the screen the number of waterways in northeast Arkansas marked in red. That would come under EPA's future authority if Waters of the U.S. is sustained by the courts. Now, you may also know that Waters of the U.S., WOTUS, uh, was, there, is a, there is a stay on that at this point in time, an injunction from implementation um, pending further review. Um, of course, the EPA will argue that their rules for clean water... That's, that's really not a sound argument. We're all for clean water. I, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you, you're on, where you live, what you do, what you believe politically. I think we need to get past that kind of rhetoric that somehow we're not for clean water. That's ridiculous. I mean, we all have, you know, we live, work, uh, play in, in uh, Arkansas in the first district, and we have a lot of waterways, and we want to make sure they're clean. I don't care what your political persuasion is on that. It's just common sense. So we need to get past that kind of rhetoric that doesn't help anybody. But what I am against is is poor policy, and this is just simply a bad, ill-defined rule, and the EPA needs to start over. And that's basically not only what we acknowledged in Congress, but um, the courts acknowledged that as well. In fact, uh, EPA Deputy Administrator Bob, if I, I'm going to have a hard time saying his name, but I think it's uh, uh, Percocepi in 2014. My apologies to Deputy Administrator Percocepi if I said his name wrong. But in 2014, he stated that the agency, quote, may have messed up in developing the rule, creating bona fide, bona fide confusion. Those are his words. And I would have to agree. But instead of starting over, they just kept pushing. According to a May 2015 New York Times report, and we have been really tip of the spear on this in our office, the Environmental Protection Agency used an assortment of social media programs to partner with outside organizations to promote their own rule instead of seeking honest feedback from effective, uh, from effective stakeholders. That is illegal. It's a violation of U.S. Criminal Code, I believe it's Title 18. I can Yes, uh, Title 18, Section 1913. Uh, and to prove it, I sent a letter with more than 100 of my uh, colleagues signing on that letter with me to the EPA's Inspector General specifically requesting whether or not the EPA violated um, the the Anti-Lobbying Act, which, as I said, was governed under Section 18 of the U.S. Criminal Code, um, or Title 18, rather. Simply put, using taxpayer money to fabricate support for their rule. We also asked whether the EPA violated the publicity or propaganda restrictions in past appropriations bills. Well, 
Guess what? The EPA Inspector General pushed that request on to the Government Accountability Office, or what we call the GAO, and in December of last year, our concerns were validated when the GAO ruled that EPA not only broke the law and engaged in covert propaganda, but they did it with taxpayer dollars. And so that's the problem that we had here. To get some answers to these very serious rulings by GAO, I asked the EPA Administrator about her employees' ethics uh, training in this week's um, House hearing that we had listen to this. Have you or your legal department made efforts before this grass before the grassroots campaign was uh, undertaken to ensure the EPA staff is familiar with the kind of activity that's prohibited under the Anti-Lobbying Act? Uh, we actually were following OMB guidelines prior to, to the use of Thunder. Yes. Okay. So uh, that's even worse. If, if they've received training in the Anti-Lobbying Act and then engaged in lobbying? We believe we actually followed those guidelines, yes. Well, I think the GAO uh, disagrees with that. And whether or not there's a, a there, there can be an in, intent proven, the subterfuge and the optics of what took place there are certainly worth uh, considering. I think that, that there's some valuable lessons here in the GAO's findings, um, not the least of which is that your administ the administration and your agency is willing to go so far as breaking U.S. criminal code to push an agenda. So they knowingly engaged in this lobbying effort, but Gina McCarthy claims that they didn't do anything wrong. It's apparently incumbent on us to prove that they did anything wrong, and that's fine. Um, but it seems to me that when we ask her, and she continues to deny it, um, you know, ignorance is really no excuse. And this is not a partisan issue by any stretch. My colleague, uh, Mr. David Scott from Georgia, followed me in his questioning, and he flat out said, you broke the law. First of all, Mr. McCarty, I think that you uh, and the EPA have drastically manhandled and violated the rights of our farmers, especially dealing with this water issue. You did break the law. You did break the law. He said that to uh, Administrator McCarthy. So this is not just you know me and my fellow Republicans pushing this. This was uh, this is a bipartisan effort to try and, and and come to some reconciliation with this kind of nonsense. And I'm going to keep pushing on this. But I wanted to leave you with uh, you know, some of the lessons that I've taken away from this whole experience. When federal agencies like the EPA can create and then push rules like this one uh, on the public without any accountability, even when it's done in violation of federal law, I think that signals a serious problem in the rulemaking process itself. I addressed that in, in my comments to the administrator. So not only does the EPA need to be held accountable, but we need to hold all federal agencies accountable and to a higher standard. And we need a serious review of our rulemaking process because that rulemaking process gave us waters of the U.S. Uh, that's going to do it. We're about out of time for TuneIn this week. I want to remind you, um, tweet your comments to us at TuneInAR1, at TuneInAR1. Give us your name and your hometown so we can properly attribute your comments or questions. You can find us on Facebook and at our website, um, Crawford.house.gov. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you then.